so I was thinking we could we could start our intro like race day, race day, and then like you talk, you, you know, you, we and then we just build up from there. Uh, yeah, that's that's one option. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every every day I see my dream. Every day I see my. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every every day I see my dream. Welcome into Formula Dumb, episode three. I, I we're here. Uh, what a race it was. Uh, it, honestly, one of the better races I've I've watched since we started watching Formula One. Mac, what are your thoughts? Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I think we definitely should start uh, with qualifying. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday morning or Saturday morning was really fantastic, and I think obviously the the big takeaway was Verstappen taking pole, uh, which was awesome. I mean, he was dusting people out there. We, we were talking during it, mm-hmm. and to see Max get pole first race of the year is, is encouraging. And to me, it shows, especially once we get into the race today, I mean, I think it's going to be a lot closer this year than it was last year. Overall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was something that we haven't seen in several years is someone giving Lewis Hamilton a, a, a big challenge. And the thing that impressed me most was in qualifying, Verstappen beat ha- Hamilton by like four-tenths of a second, which is, yep. that's a lot. Absolutely. And what was really interesting was, you know, they're doing their, well, I'll say uh, a rose and a thorn, if you will, a mm-hmm. high and a low from the post-qualifying interviews was, uh, Lewis Hamilton saying, look, yeah, I gave it everything I could out there. Like, mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I was pushing this car to the limit and I, and I got beat. And it, it sounded like the way he was phrasing is like, this doesn't happen. No, it, it was, it was really weird how honest he was just, and I don't know, kind of humble. I mean, he seems like he's, he, he's like kind of happy. There's a challenge finally for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing I would say, which was so stupid, made me roll my eyes so much was when, uh, you know, Verstappen, they're congratulating him, and they're like, you know, Max, the last seven out of the seven out of the last eight world champions have started on pole mm-hmm. at the first race of the year. How does that make you feel? Yeah, and well, on. it's like no shit because it's Lewis. It's been Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit, guys. Like, also, like, come on, like, who cares? It's the first race. It's one of these stupid, you know, in the in golf we see it all the time. Oh, you know, the last four champions shot this in the first round and Charlie Hoffman or some no name shot this in the first round. He's gonna win. It's like mm-hmm. no, like this is the year that, that thing breaks. And I'm not saying Max isn't gonna be world cha- well, I might I might say Max isn't gonna win the world championship this year, but it's just one of those useless reporter. There already groups. was there already was like so much hype around Red Bull all weekend. Like oh like because even like even that first practice session and in in uh, the practice like preseason testing and stuff, Red Bull yep. was just killing it. So that going into this weekend, there was already just so much hype that okay this Red Bull's like legit. And and when we saw it, it was just like okay like we don't like we don't have to put that pressure on them already. Just race one. So um, yeah, I mean. Sergio Perez, like we'll get into the, what happened during the race with him. He only qualified in like eleventh. That was kind of kind of weird at the time. That's very surprising. And I, I think my biggest takeaway from qualifying, again, I, I don't we, we shouldn't spend too much time on this, but um, you know Pierre Gasly uh, P five, mm-hmm. and I, I think really impressive is Leclerc in P four. So I mean, we yeah. weren't seeing that last year from Ferrari. And again, no fault to Leclerc, it was their car sucked. No, and uh, it was a big weekend for Ferrari because they look—they looked good. They did. They looked, they really, looked solid. really good. Yeah, uh, they looked really, really solid. 
uh, um, just a couple more highlights. Uh, Lance Stroll, t- uh, P10, Lando, uh, and Ricardo in uh, 7 and 6, respectively. And uh, as we said, Science also P8. So both Ferraris uh, in the top 10 of the grid for qualifying, I think, is, is, a, is a good uh, sign. Yeah, and just just wrapping up qualifying here, what a what a crappy weekend Vettel had. Seb, uh, oh yeah. man, oof, off to a bad start. Yeah. Uh, he so we'll we'll use this as a, as a transition into yes. to Sunday into our race weekend. Uh, Mazepin, man, uh, shittier than even advertised. Uh, we were early on this. Yeah, um, credit uh, that credit that, us. that we hate him. Yep. And boy, I mean, should, should we just start with him? So the race starts, mm-hmm. uh, two, three turns in, Mazepin, done. <laughs> just out. <laughs> Crashed right into the wall, just, done. And, and you know what's hilarious? It wasn't one of those things where, and you know, you saw this happen to George Russell a couple times last year. They're going wheel to wheel into a, into a turn, and it gets bumped. And, you know, because these, these tires are so, you know, slick. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he loses control and he spins it to the wall. That's not what happened. If you look at Mazepin, it was like, I, I assume what would happen if we drove. Because yeah. it's like, oh, shit, I've never driven this fast before. Yeah. And he starts, like, going back and forth with the wheel and all of a sudden he spins out. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, like, maybe you aren't ready. <laughs> maybe well, you aren't ready for the seat. And he did the same He did the same thing in qualifying uh, on that same turn, the first turn of the, the, the track. And he caused a yellow flag and it, it that's what set Seb back and stuff. And that, anyway, so... With the race, though, he crashed. The first two laps, there was a safety car because we had to clear up the, the mess that Mazepin yeah, made. And it was funny, too. Right as the crash happened, the announcers were like, and that's a Haas. Yeah, they're like, oh, and that and that's definitely a Haas. Like, and I, instantly, I was like, well, we got to assume it's Mazepin because like Schumacher can kind of drive at least. but Exactly. Uh, so, but yes, so great race day in Bahrain. Lewis Hamilton. Uh, excuse me, Sir, Sir Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton knighted. Yeah. First F1 driver to be knighted. Active. Oh, active. active was that okay. Yeah. Mr. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Uh, 95th win. Yeah. Uh, first time he's – I didn't I didn't realize this. First time he's won the first race of the year in since 2015. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I mean, man, I was rooting so hard for Max, though. It was just like it, – it definitely this – like if this is the first race you watched – uh, you probably predicted Lewis Hamilton's gonna win, and, and, and most people. Well, pred- well, hold on. Well, hold, whoa, whoa, hold on. We gotta get into. I'm surprised we didn't get to this sooner. <laughs> I, I'm one for one. Yep. I correctly predicted that Lewis Hamilton would win. Yeah. So, look, I mean, I know we, we said that I hate gambling content, but maybe I'm a sharp. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm a guy you want to listen to. If if you didn't if you didn't pay attention to anything other this anything that happened this weekend. Lewis Hamilton's always the favorite, right? But it kind of looked like Verstappen, like there was life, like we were talking about in qualifying. Like he beat Hamilton, and Hamilton was shocked. Absolutely. So it was like, okay, like Max can make it happen here. Like we can get off to a good start for Red Bull, and and Lewis and Max, Lewis wins. <laughs> like we've seen the yeah, story. Spoiler: Lewis, Lewis wins. wins. But Lewis fought to win. I mean, and, yeah, and as, no. as as we said earlier, it's moments like these that really make you appreciate how good Lewis is because when he's starting. In the first spot, okay, most races he starts in the first spot and he gets out to a lead. And he's one – we've seen him win by 20 seconds before. Oh, yeah, easily. And it's awesome to see him 
really manage and, and hold off Max down the stretch. Max overtook him with about three or four laps to go, but then had to end up giving the spot back due to a penalty. That was, that was a controversy with the, with the whole race weekend. So turn four uh, on the track was uh-huh. basically like left and right. People were getting their laps invalidated during practice and qualifying because they'd go too wide on it. And so Sunday morning before the race, they told the drivers, Hey, you can go, you can go beyond the limits. Like forget what we said in qualifying and practice, yeah. but it can't give you an advantage. And so when Verstappen overtook Hamilton, I, th- I think there was four laps to go, yeah. five laps to go. He, he went wide, but he kind of already had position on Hamilton. And that's why I didn't think he should, I, I didn't think he should have had to give the position up. I thought, I thought it was a legal takeover because he already had position on Hamilton Hamilton went so wide on the track where there, there really was nowhere for Verstappen to go. It was either go forward or, go, or break and give up the spot entirely. So I thought it was a clean takeover. Um, again, I mean, you could – we're not rules guys, so we're, maybe, we're, maybe we're just missing something here. But Yeah, and I, I don't want to sound like I'm doing a shtick, a shtick for this podcast, but, like, I don't really get how that stuff works. I'm In time, I'm sure I will, but – No, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it seemed like it was pretty – uh, with F1 Twitter and like in like media people, like it seemed like it was a pretty contentious decision. Like that yeah. wasn't that wasn't a clear cut decision. Yeah, yeah, that that that's the vibe I got too. Uh, also, I don't know if we ever said this. Follow at Formula Dumb Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah, Give us we've a never even said that. I don't think but, we did. But some, yeah. but a lot of you have, and thank you. And people have even reached out to us and told us that they've liked the podcast, which. It sounds corny, but we really appreciate it, and it's really nice, and it, ma- it ma- makes our day. Um, it's nice to know we're not just talking to ourselves, you know? Yes. Uh, so, top three in the race, we kind of already mentioned this. Lewis, obviously, Verstappen second, Botas third. A combination which you will see uh, at most races this year, the order of which will change, but um, expect to see those guys in the top three at almost every single race. Yeah, for for good reason. But uh, Botas, decent race today. Uh, good finish for the fact that he kind of had a mess up in the pits. Yeah, the Mercedes like they just haven't figured out how to how to do Botas's pit stops and on this track because that's where they messed up last year too. Uh, yeah. yeah, he had a solid race. I mean, it was it was kind of just like your typical Botas race, right? And it was just he yeah. he was second or third behind Lewis by a margin, and he was. I don't know. He he wasn't really in the mix with anyone, like uh, because he he got ahead of like the rest of the pack pretty early on in the race. So he was kind of always just like in third, and yeah, and and he had a, he had a pretty good margin versus Lando, who was in fourth, and so he was able to just pit again and get the fastest lap on like one of the last laps and put a new fresh fresh pair of tires on. Yeah, he qualified in third too, so he finished where he started, but he did mm-hmm. go up and down. Um, yeah, the fastest lap is something I wanted to touch on. Uh, again, for people that are just listening to this or people that are just getting into F1, you know, you, you get points based on how you finish and you only get points if you're in the top 10. Uh, but you also get a point. At, I think you get one point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, one, if, one if point you're, the if fastest you're lap. fastest lap. So you'll see a lot of times when Lewis has these massive leads, I'm talking like 10, 15 second leads, with like five laps to go, they'll swap him out he'll pit for a new set of tires because he, he can afford to lose that time and he'll still stay in the lead. It's so it's more like it's more like 30 like to 20 yes, seconds because yeah, right, like, it right. takes about 20 seconds to do a pit stop yeah. and not not lose your position on the grid. Yeah. 
You're right. You're right. So he'll do that, and he'll just get the win for 25 points plus the 20, 26th point, which would be the fastest lap. And that's what Botas did today. Uh, he finished, what's that, nine seconds in front of Lando. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so j- just quickly, the top ten. Uh, so we could just go on. We could just vamp about kind of who, who else we'd like today. So yeah. Lewis, Verstappen, Botas said that. Lando, P4, uh, Perez, P5, Leclerc, Ricardo, Sainz, Yuki, who will get to you, Short oh King, uh, and Lance Stroll in 10. P10, uh, did you hear Lance Stroll's name once in the broadcast? No, know. not really. They they did a, they did like a talkback interview with Otmar, and oh, that yeah. was kind of it, but it, it, they didn't really talk about Lance more. They were more talking about how much... Seb was having a bad weekend, so uh, yeah, no, Lance Lance was kind of at it, but he he did finish with one point and uh, and and came in tenth there. Um, one more thing I want to talk about with Red Bull uh, and a, a big story of the race, especially early on, was uh, Sergio Perez Checo. So he ended up coming up in fifth, which was really great considering where he started. So on the formation lap to begin the the race, which is basically just rolling out the cars from the pits. To, to start the race itself and for, for them getting all lined up. He he had a power failure in his car, and his car just, like, shut down. And it was like, whoa, yeah. what the, like, what the hell is happening here? Yeah. And so somehow they got the car to work again, but it basically he had to take a penalty for it, and he had to start out of the pit lane to start the race. So he started in, in last place, started 20th, and somehow worked his way all the way up to – to fifth place, and I think that just shows how good the Red Bull car is. Yeah, and and how good he is. How good he I is mean, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, speaking of mechanical issues, kind of from the start, we heard Verstappen complaining about complaining about a differential, which they actually in the broadcast did a great job explaining to us what it is. It's how the uh, power is distributed to the from the gearbox to the tires. That's all I'm going to say about. <laughs> yeah. Let's leave it there. Let's not, let's not expand upon that too much. <laughs> I, I don't really get what that means, but Max was complaining about that. And then that led you to, to tell me that, uh, that Max was communicating with the pit with, you know, uh, Horner. Oh yeah. So, steering wheel. Yeah. Max. So Max got off to a pretty good start. And so, and given how well they were doing all weekend, they were talking on the broadcast, how Max was communicating through a steering wheel instead of over the comms line. So Mercedes couldn't listen in and like figure out what Red Bull is doing right now. That's like, he was just texting him. Yeah. But he, he, he was, was, just he was texting, texting and driving. He was texting and driving. Yeah, exactly. I'm the, the, the FIA should take a serious look into that. That's there's True. no way that's allowed. True. There's no way that's allowed. <laughs> uh, uh, but ninth place finish for Yuki Zenoda. Love Yuki. Yeah. Our, our boy. I mean, the youngest, the youngest Japanese driver to to ever score points, and then he's also the the first Japanese driver to put points up on his on his debut too. So, love uh, that. Yeah, uh, awesome. He's a short king, and, and he's our king. Uh, is side note is Japan is a place that like like I'm dying to go. To. Like it looks, oh, it looks sick. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Phoebe Bridgers, great song. Kyoto. <laughs> yeah, Kyoto. Yep. Um, and there's there's a race there too uh, at some point. Yes, later. yeah, I saw that. Uh, that's probably gonna be awesome for him. Yeah, no, it'll be sick, especially if there's fans and stuff. Um, and so uh, too with the the car, Alpha Tauri looked really good all weekend too. We'll, we'll talk about Pierre in a sec, but 
Um, they killed it in what? qualifying. They killed it in practice. Like everyone was like, "Wow, this Alpha Tower thing! Like it, it looks like a missile." So, well, let's just talk about Pierre now. What, what happened? I remember something happened. So, full disclosure, Sam knows this, but I, I was working this morning, unfortunately. So I, I watched the race, but I kind of I couldn't pay as much attention to it as I wanted. So something happened. Pierre had a Pierre qualified in fifth. Yeah, one of the which is one, awesome. of, one of the laps after the safety car cleared after the Mazepin crash, he he, he, he ran got into screwed the, right. He, he ran into the back of Danny Ricardo. Just oh, and his wing and his, his wing fell off basically. So he was kind of screwed from the start, and then he, he he recovered, but he he fell down so far back, and um, he yeah, he just kind of an unlucky scenario there, but yeah, that stinks. But I I think qualifying fifth. Uh, beating on a lot of guys. Uh, there, yeah, there's very, a lot of good signs there. I'm very excited for for Gasly this year. Who else do we want to talk about in the top ten? Uh, Ricardo seventh P seven. Yeah, I mean that's like all right, man. That's like what you've been doing for the past couple of years. Well, I think we got to account for too, like all the all of the drivers that are in new cars um, didn't do better than the incumbent drivers. I guess you could say like. Carlos Sainz finished behind Leclerc. Um, Ricardo finished behind Norris. But I think it was overall it was a, it was a solid. Checo in fifth. Checo in fifth. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but still behind Verstappen by by a good amount. Um, but anyway, I think it was a solid overall weekend for McLaren. I mean, they, they came away with the third most points, right? So that's it's kind of where they were last year. Um, yeah. And, and, and honestly, that that's where they're going to be at best this season because they're just not, they're not going to come close to Red Bull or, or uh, Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just a couple of things, bottom of the fields, Mick Schumacher made his debut, came in uh, P16, which I mean, is it's, it was technically, la- I mean, it was, it was last place. It, yeah, it was, it was the last place of people to finish, um, but he, but he, he didn't, didn't crash. crash. He didn't crash like his teammate. So, He's already off to a better start than uh, than Mazepin, uh, that douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. we don't like him. Uh, we, he sucks. Uh, we can't. We cannot say that enough. Uh, sweet boy George Russell P14, which is, you know, okay. I'm well, but here's a th- here's the thing. I, I'm I'm sure people will say, oh yeah, P14. That's great. You know, you you beat a couple people, but it makes no difference to me. I mean. Is not if if you finish eleventh, you get zero points, right? If you finish twentieth, you get zero points. So mm-hmm. I and I if you're not care. first, you're last. So well, exactly. Thank you, uh, Ricky Bobby. But I I, it, I I don't care where people finish in the in the bottom ten because if you're not getting points, I don't care that you came in eleventh. It's almost like it's almost like I'd rather you come in last. True, but if if you're a team like Williams, where they've just been dead last the past couple of years, and they just absolutely sucked, like just to see they're kind of inching closer to ten is 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 a win in some sense. But especially like you have George Russell, like he is a good driver. We've seen what he can yes. do outside a Williams car. So yes, yeah, it, like but like you said, it's not it's not really going to make a difference. Like they're. At best, they'll finish eighth, probably. Well, last year Williams didn't didn't get a single point. So. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. And maybe the, <laughs> well, so there's last year Williams tied with us. We <laughs> yeah. Austin Williams were tied. <laughs> Formula dumb racing team. Formula at, dumb team. Same, sponsored by everyone. <laughs> Sp- sponsored by the last. world. 
So yeah, uh, I I just what a great race, and I, I will warn though if this is your first, you know, season get maybe getting to F one, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's awesome. First of all, what a great race for to, to be your first race. I just don't want you to get your hopes up that this is what it's like every week. Yeah, hopefully it is. I, hopefully I it hope, is exactly. this year. Because I, I I'm wrong. because I do think the teams are a lot closer than they've been in the past. So I think we'll we'll have some more exciting races. But yeah, this is this is such a good race to 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 watch your first one. I had a couple friends text me like, okay, like I I I, I can see why you're into this. I'm I'm kind of getting into F1. So we'll see. Uh, what uh, what else do we want to touch upon here? Oh, I had this thought during the race. Oh yes, I want to hear this. Uh, I texted you about it, but I wanted to save for your live reaction to the pod. I. I, I think I might have struck gold here. All right. So why don't they just make the track out of rubber? Like, you know how the track's made of asphalt? Yeah. Why, why don't they just make the track out of rubber and, and then asphalt tires? Boom. That's perfect. No tire well, wear. True. That's actually, there's not a single fault. There's not a th- single. Just make asphalt tires, man. No theory. I... Uh, again, I, I, this isn't a shtick when, when I'm saying, like, when when you see guys go wheel to wheel, yeah. if I was in that position, I would just push my foot further down on the pedal. <laughs> right. Just go past them so they can't hit your wheel. I would just go around them. Yeah. Well, I that's wouldn't what, see. And Verstappen you know kind of took, took our advice. Took our advice. Yeah, exactly. But it's too good of a plan, so the, F, the FIA <laughs> says you can't do it because yeah. it's foolproof. Yeah. Well, <laughs> also, also like if 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 I was there, you know how they all they kind of drive in the same lines. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, switch it up. On I them. I yeah. I would like kind of maybe throw a wrench in it. Yeah. Like no, like I'm like you're hugging this churn and then and then going to this wall. No, I'm gonna go wide so I can just go around you. Mm-hmm. See you, losers like deuces. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What's that? Uh, uh, deuces Zeke? up. Ezekiel Elliott deuces like when he scores a touchdown. That's what I would do. I would do it out the car, <laughs> hanging out the side. I I just want I just want to take my Subaru Impreza, Let which I yeah, which I call the Japanese Ferrari, and that's what my friends know I call it. <laughs> For years, I've called it that. I I I I just I just want to start pole once. I'm not saying I would win. It's like last night. It's like we watched the uh, Nganu fight, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying I'd beat him, but he's never fought me. How can he be called the world champion? You can't say with 100% certainty. No. That he is because he's never fought you. I'm, I'm also 6'4". And two, if you started at pole with your Subaru Impreza in this race... You would have became. You would have came in at least nineteenth because Mazepin would have crashed <laughs> on turn exactly. one. <laughs> exactly. Until, and guess what? I didn't have to spend thirty million dollars to, to, to get that seat. <laughs> Someone on Twitter was like, <laughs> Mazepin's dad spent thirty million dollars for him to take three turns because <laughs> he crashed. <laughs> the, he crashed three different times on the turn one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, good. that's that, that's ten million a turn right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. At F1 Twitter, I've noticed a lot of golf Twitter getting into F1, and it's all because of these guys no laying up who are who are great great golf podcast, and they've gotten into F1, and they definitely they got into F1 about a year ago, kind of when when we started getting into it, 
and I had started watching Drive to Survive, and they were they were talking about it, and it, it was great. But so a lot of their listeners have gotten into F1, and so I follow you know them and and some some of their followers, and God. It's good. It's it's, it's, it's some funny. Of these, some of these tweets are good, man. A, a lot of uh, a lot of like media Twitter's getting on on the F one wave too because of Drive to Survive, and like like uh, like Ryan Rosillo. Hey man. Oh. Hey man. Oh. Taking our corner. Name. That's Ryan Rosillo. Listen. Former coworker of ours. <laughs> former co- former coworker Ryan. Former colleague Ryan Rosillo. Yeah. Um. Ryan Rosillo pretending to have an F1 podcast. First of all, my my culture is not your podcast. I mean, this is not don't don't come for us. Hey man, man we second of we all, started this thing three weeks ago. Get in line. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, just come on the pod and we'll hash it out, Ryan. True. Yeah, absolutely. Come on the pod. This is, this is not a plot for us to gain publicity. This is we're just trying to have a conversation. Now, you mentioned media people tweeting out uh stuff. There's someone who I won't name. Yeah. A future guest who had some great tweets mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to leave it there. I'll save that. We'll keep that vague in case he bails. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we can just sub in someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I will say, and I'm, I'm not joking, this is 100% serious. We have some good guests coming up. We do. So the sad thing is, I also realized at the end of this race, there's no race for three weeks. Yes, April sixteenth is the next race. Which well man, is I'm, is when the next re- race week, week starts. Yeah. Start. So so it's the eighteenth is actually the, the the next race. And by the way, I know we're just, I'm just gonna talk shop on the pod right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have to record on Monday that week, just so you know. I'm gonna okay. do it. Okay. So, yeah, I th- I think so, mo- I think Mondays are gonna be our new release date. Um, yes, maybe, Mondays, maybe Tuesdays and emergencies, but Mondays and then. Maybe maybe a Thursday or Friday preview pod. Yeah, if we want to do maybe both. Some, sprinkle some of that in there. Yeah, we're feeling spicy, but so yeah, so we have a couple of weeks of of uh, you know downtime coming up, and mm-hmm. we're still gonna be releasing be releasing these podcasts for free. May I add you for yep. free? Yep. We don't charge you a cent. Yet uh, we will. Although we will. it's down page, the road. Don't get coming. too comfortable yet. We're putting we're putting so much. Behind a paywall, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna put e- even our personal social media is behind a paywall. So you, yeah. so you can't even see what we're doing. You want to be friends with me in real life? <laughs> paywall. Pay up. <laughs> okay. o- uh, open that wallet, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, these takes aren't free. Uh, what else do we got? But yeah, no, we have we 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 do like I, I want to be serious. Like we have some really good guests coming on, and I'm really excited to talk about them. Uh, some of them are involved with motorsport. Some are completely not involved with motorsport. Mm-hmm. Some are fans of motorsport. So a lot we, of good people coming on, and I'm excited. We've been we've been DMing literally anyone. Uh, oh yeah, and not that's not to belittle the guests that have welcomed, but we have been very shameless. We're we're commenting on social media posts where we're replying to stuff. We're we're trying to we're trying to get it better for the for you guys, but also for us. We're just trying to improve the podcast for everyone. Uh, but no, I'm I'm really excited for some people that we have we have lined up for the next couple of weeks. Absolutely, and it ties into our mindset. Like we're we're selling out, 100 like, percent as as soon as we can. I have no shame in replying to Lewis Hamilton's story. He's got like 30 million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, me and him have DM'd. Oh, so he was supposed to come on. 
today. Oh, well, he actually won the race, won. though, so he's, he's got a big celebration for that. You know, like, if he came in second, it would have been like, oh, okay, well, just another second-place trophy. I don't. Do you even think exactly. he keeps the second-place trophies? No. No. I don't even think he has room for the first-place trophies at this point. I know, 95. You need, like, a whole house for it? You know how they wear those hats, those Pirelli hats that say, like... Yeah, first, second, third, like, on the side, yeah. Yeah. Do do you think he just, like, keeps one in his, like, in his bag and just, like, instead of, hey, like, no, 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 like, you don't have to give it, like, I got one. Like, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I got plenty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, I'll just, no, this one's, like, custom fit to my head. It's (laughs) good. Well, I thought it was funny, too, uh, after the race and they were doing the podium celebration... And they, they always have these giant bottles of champagne. Yep. And today they didn't even spray them. Oh, really? No, they didn't. I don't know if it was a COVID oh, thing. but is Bahrain a dry country? Oh, maybe. I don't know. They didn't have, like, any labels on the champagne bottles. Like, they're pretty, like, generic-looking big bottles. Lewis took, like, a little sip of it, and it just no one really seemed excited. Uh, in Bahrain, alcohol is only available in hotels and through private licenses for sale to non-Muslims only. Drinking alcohol in public is still legal, uh, but getting drunk can actually end you up in jail. Uh, oh. Just a heads up, that's from uh, the first article I found is from Fox News, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to leave that there. I, I realized that when I was done reading, I looked up at the URL. So, so yeah, maybe that was the reason why. Yeah, I, I thought it'd yeah. be so funny though if he's just like over the whole champagne celebrations. I, but I don't it's think it's gotta get old, right? No, but it's good, dude. It's gotta get old. Like just getting like you're like, oh sweet, I won. And if it's if you're like th- think about Gasly, right? Last year, so like he wins and he's so excited. It's the biggest moment of his life. And I'm sure that all he wants to do is just spray champagne and just have so much fun. Lewis, when you've won 95 times, do you, do you want to get soaked in that sticky, gross champagne? He did. He did you know pour some on his on his uh, race manager, whoever was up there on the podium with him for Mercedes. But and, and yeah. it's one thing if it's like you know you could think about guys that win the World Series or Super Bowl or, or finals every year, and you're like, oh okay, like like LeBron. I I I hate that I'm using this example, but but LeBron is a current athlete who's won a lot. I doubt he gets tired of that champagne celebration because it's once a year. Yeah, but it's like every other week. Lewis, it's like it's like fifteen, <laughs> twenty times a year. Yeah, and he's wet and sticky. He's got to go shower. Yeah, you know, it's like and he's got to get on his on his plane and go. Like I don't know. It really is absurd thinking about winning ninety five races, and he's just extending it at this point. <laughs> well, just think about it. Like we played the F one video game, mm-hmm. and. I kind of got bored after we won like ten in a row. <laughs> yeah. That was ten. That was in a like video 10. game. Yeah, he's won ninety five times. Yeah, oh, man, know? he's uh, he was throwing up some thirst trap Instagrams this oh, this week that, too. That was criminal. That was criminal. <laughs> that was a, some criminally horny Instagram. Throw you in horny jail, Lewis Hamilton. By the way, is he? Uh, let's, I'm gonna look at Lewis Hamilton girlfriend. I by think, the way, five, he's he's five nine. By the way, so we are taller than him. So just I, for the record, uh, I think he's single. Male. I think he's single. I think he just. I think yeah, no, he, I, th- I think so too. I think he keeps but his options like, open. Is what I'll say. And and if you were him, why wouldn't you? I, I totally agree. You're just like he's so good looking. Uh, we we don't need to gush over Lewis Hamilton, but. 
We will. So let's do it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to. We will. I'm okay. So he dated. Oh, he dated this one girl for eight years. Uh, Nicole Sch- Scherzinger. Oh, she's a um, singer, right? Uh, yeah. What's? Uh, oh, she was in the Pussycat Doll. Yeah, that's it. I was gonna say the Spice Girls, but no, yeah, that's Horner. And who else? Daniel Lloyd. Don't know who that is. Oh, but in 2002, when he was a teenager, I don't care about that. Oh, he dated Rihanna. Did he really? Oh no, that's no, that's not true. No, no that's not true. This is just says that they've had a picture together. These like, like <laughs> okay, they're they're at like a charity event. Uh, I don't like this website. Uh, he's been linked to. You know what? Oh, uh, Sophia Richie. Really? But, but she's dating Scott Disick, right? I hate that I know that. I don't even know. Man, look at you, pop culture Mac over here. Oh, he was rumored to be dating Nicki Minaj in 2018. That can't be true. <laughs> I feel like you're on Fox News well, again. <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually, on, I'm actually on a website called girlboyfriend.com. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> It says that it's literally, I encourage everyone to go to girlboyfriend.com backslash Lewis dash Hamilton. And it's, it's great. Don't and, go on it on work, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no. No. Oh, it's okay. So it says that he's dating a woman named Florence Mueller. And they started dating in August. Uh, let's see. Uh, she is a model. Shocker. <laughs> and she's 5'9". So she's. As tall, probably taller than Lewis, because I, you know, it says five nine. Lewis is probably five seven. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny. I I don't want to bring I don't want to bring it up, but I am six four. Right. It's it's not related, but you just feel like you should state for the record. No. You know, just that's why I wasn't clear in F1 drivers because it's because I'm too tall. That was it. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for when we get like a future um, guest. that's like a driver. And like have him honestly like, like hey like why why aren't we you like what, yeah wh- like why why well, do you think we didn't make it? <laughs> I th- I think we'll have one on in the next week or two. Mm. Teasing, foreshadowing. So, so, someone who I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with. I'm really excited for it. Someone who I don't think they know what they're walking into, <laughs> so we're gonna have to prep them. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll the clear, we'll fill it out early. I guess clear the air. Sam, is it is it safe to move on to non F one talk? Because you know that's my favorite part of this. Yeah, I, th- I think we I think we covered all, all of the race and stuff. And if, if we missed anything, we've, we've got a couple weeks to still reflect on it. So yeah, yeah, we got almost a month. So I'm actually going to introduce a new segment. I didn't tell you about this, and we have a new segment called Hand Up. And Hand Up <laughs> is when we admit that we made mistakes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'll start. Hand Up. We forgot to give the BTS Army a shout out last week. We did, and for that, we're eternally sorry. Uh, as you know, the BTS Army is something that is so important to us, and we we just really appreciate all their lo- appreciate all their love and support. And for that, we're sorry. Uh, we we just wanted wanted to let you know they're still in our hearts and our minds. Yes, you should have won a Grammy for Dynamite. Yeah, doesn't sound like a song that you would hear in a diversity inclusion video. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> we love them and actually the, do you know who reminded me that we forgot to shout out bts it was my 16 year old brother 
Oh, really? So yeah. <laughs> shout he out goes, Gus. Yeah, shout out Gus. Gus, if you're listening right now, thank you for reminding me that we forgot to give BTS a shout out. Mm-hmm. And and the BTS army. Correct. As, as a whole, yeah. As uh, one family. Okay. It's well, it's funny too that you <laughs> we're going to create a segment called Hand Up because my friend pointed out to me that we do say hand up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- yeah. I told you that I went back and re-listened to the podcast. Yeah. So I was like, we we say it all the time. We admit our faults. We're not perfect. Hand up. We say hand, hand up, up a lot. But but we're going to try to keep it into this segment. I, I have another hand up. Yep. Okay. Hand up. I enjoyed the Call Me Cat season finale. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. But... You know what? Hand up. I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad you did because uh, you've invested so much time into that terrible show. <laughs> how, how many episodes was it? I think it's I think 12. But oh my god! You man. know what? You know what? There's a new one coming out that looks worse than Call Me Cat. Oh man! You sent me that trailer. Uh, United States of Al. It's yeah. about a uh, a guy. I'll, I'll give a quick synopsis about it. It's about a uh, there's a military veteran. He's probably in his mid 30s or 40s, and he's living at home with his family. And some guy, he, some villager in one of the Middle Eastern countries, <laughs> yeah. comes over to America to like live with them or something. So already off just, to a shaky start uh, politically, yeah. socially, yeah, it's, uh, it's very, racially. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very, you know, and it's just, it's a comedy, and it's like basically like, oh, it's basically, you know what it is? It's a reverse Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's any sports involved, but yeah. No, but I'm it's, saying it's it's a taking it's some a person that doesn't understand Western culture, yeah, <laughs> or at least the show portrays them as that. Mm-hmm. The trailer and we watched a two minute trailer. I have no idea what the show. We is. watched a two minute trailer, <laughs> but I my new show that I'm going to watch every episode of is United States of Al. So I'm very excited. Uh, and yes, I'm gonna let Mac lead the charge on on that segment. I don't I don't know if I'll be watching, but yeah, I won't. I probably won't. Well, call me cat. I would text Sam every week about the episodes, and I would text him quotes. But we'll see. I'm thinking that United States of Al is going to be so bad. I think it might be worse than Call Me Cat. Yeah, it looks, I agree. It looks worse from the start. And Call Me Cat is rough. I watched like the first five minutes of the episode. Episode I one. Remember that. It is. You were like, dude, I can't. <laughs> It is so cringy. <laughs> uh, what else? Okay. We got? Oh, the fight. I, I don't have much oh, the on the fight, fight because so hand up. <laughs> Speaking of things we don't really yeah, know hand about, up. thank you. Let's talk about let's talk about UFC. Uh, I don't I don't have m- many thoughts about it. Um, I, I watched the fight last night, and here was my here's my one big takeaway. Has there ever been a better sponsor for UFC? Like more fitting. Than the King Kong versus Godzilla movie. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Like the perfect demographic for that movie, and it's just two giant beings uh, on <laughs> of CGI fighting each other. Just fighting. Yeah. So I, I noticed this last night. UFC. I, I'm not like a big fan, but I totally enjoy it. I, I love the mm-hmm. big fights. I think there's just not. In fact, I was talking to my friend last night. There's nothing like a big fight. Whether it's box, you know, back in the day it was heavyweight boxing. Now it's UFC. You know, there's just when there's a really Next big it's Jake fight. Paul fights. Yes. <laughs> First Ben Askren, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. <laughs> but when there's a big fight, 
it's captivating, right? I mean, everyone's kind of watching it. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that UFC, and I like UFC, but boy, they squeeze in advertisements to absolutely everything. Every single thing. And in fact, after the Nganu fight and Sipe Melich's fight started, mm-hmm. you know, the bell rings, they touch gloves. Uh, John Anik, I believe, is the play-by-play guy who does a great job. Yeah, no, he's awesome. He he he, he reads a promo for the for the King Kong vs Godzilla fight uh, movie <laughs> during the fight. Also fight. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, also fight. It's like the that's like the main card for like UFC two sixty one. King yeah. Kong vs Godzilla. Yeah, oh, that'd be sick. <laughs> Uh, I will say though, I have met uh, Danny White, close personal friend of friend mine. Of the podcast, potentially, but, yeah. probably. There's no way, <laughs> no but chance. Dan, Dana White is awesome. He's a really nice guy. Okay, moving on to non F1 talk outside of hand up. You you wrote in here, which I we haven't talked about, but I'm very fascinated to hear your thoughts on is the Blue Man Group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen them. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah, in the city, yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't have many thoughts about them. I was so we we create a rundown for the show again. Peek peek back, peek behind the curtain, and uh, I randomly thought about them at at work the other day. Like, man, how has the pandemic affected the Blue Man Group? <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> like, you know, we talk about how much uh, the pandemic's affected you know the restaurant industry the restaurant bathroom industry. Oh yeah. Uh, we've talked about how it's affected formula one, but how has it affected those, those blue guys, you know? Well, are they essential workers? I don't know. They're probably doing shows in Vegas. Nah, I, I doubt it. So I've seen the blue man group. I saw them a while ago in New York city and I'm one of my parents and thank you, mom and dad. And we sat, uh, close to the stage. Mm-hmm. And I remember this because, they give you ponchos to wear. You're in like the splash zone. Yeah, you're in like the splash zone. And they, the liquid that they use for whatever the thing that hits you is, mm-hmm. is pea soup. Oh, no way. Yeah, really? it's cold pea soup. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so after the show, so they don't talk, right? How, it's, how it's do you cool. know that, by the way? <laughs> that it's pea soup? Yeah. Because they like, I don't know, they they, my mom told me or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, there's peas like you get hit with peas. That's so gross. Yeah. So after the show, they kind of like um, they wait for you in the lobby. At least they did. Mm-hmm. And you can like take a picture with them or whatever. And what I what I did was I was I purposely wore a white shirt. <laughs> and I took my hand. I asked for permission. I took my hand. I put it on the guy's head, <laughs> and, I, and I got my hand all covered in in blue paint. And then I put my handprint on my shirt, and I still have that shirt. <laughs> Do you have a picture of that as your kid? No, <laughs> as a I, kid. I need to. I need. I need to get it. I'm sure my mom has. I'm sure we could find it. <laughs> we uh, put it on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> okay, uh, March Madness going on right now. <laughs> one one take I have is people who root for colleges that you didn't go to. Nah, man. I'm kind. Uh, I'm, I'm okay, kind of well, guilty of that. Well, he, here's the thing. So, so am I. I I went to. I, I won't name names, but I went to a D three college. We both did. We, bo- we both went to small D three schools. So like, where we don't have we don't have big teams to root for, right? Correct. Where we were both athletes. <laughs> Technically, yeah. And 
that's fine to root for, you know, a, a big school, but it's it it's when you start to say, oh, I can't hang out, you know, and I am calling out one of my friends who will probably <laughs> listen to this. It's when you can't hang out because you say, oh, the Syracuse game is on. Okay, man. Well, you in this hypothetical situation, and I'm not. <laughs> this isn't directed at anyone. Oh, okay. If you went to like SUNY Binghamton, right? Yeah. Which is a state school, uh, the biggest, the biggest state school in the state, and has okay. and has Division One sports. Okay. Yet you're rooting for a school that you didn't go to, and you're like, oh, I can't hang out because this school I didn't go to is playing. Nah, man. If it's like the finals, totally get it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It really depends. Uh, it depends on the state too, because so like I went to school in Ohio. Uh, I grew up in California, but like Ohio, like there's so many people that don't go to Ohio State, haven't been to Ohio State. Their parents haven't been there, but it's just like a religion. Like the whole state of Ohio roots for Ohio State. That I kind of get, but I, it's just not the same. Like with I don't know with Syracuse or anything like that. And it's it's tough too. And this the the biggest. Uh, offender school of this in my opinion is either northwestern or uh notre dame i think i think notre dame is safely safely the biggest offender of this because there's so many people that are they're even just like oh like i'm catholic so i have to root for me i have to root for this small school Uh, private school in indiana (laughs) i'm an irish catholic i used to root for notre dame and then I was like, ah, whatever. I don't really have any ties there. My my uncle went there, but I don't really have any ties there. But well, right there, that's that's so many people. Oh, my uncle went there, or oh, my uncle's cousin's brother's milkman went yeah. there, or like, oh, yeah. my, you know, it's <laughs> everyone has some relative very distantly that went to Notre Dame, and then they're like, oh, okay, we'll mm-hmm. have to be a Notre Dame fan. My last thing on this is that, as I mentioned, I went to a small liberal art school in the middle of nowhere in the Finger Lakes. I loved it. But there were students there who were from Syracuse and surrounding areas, and they were, like, big Syracuse fans. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like, we're in college. Like, I get – I like, I'm not, I'm not trying to gatekeep who you root for, but it's just, like, you didn't go there. What's your, like, tie? And you mentioned the Ohio State thing. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because New York doesn't really have any good college sports. I mean, Syracuse is fine, but growing up by New York City, I have no tie. I have no, like, no. But I, what, I don't feel, what would your tie be to like NYU? Like you know, it's like like honestly, like St. John's. Like I kind of root okay. for St. John's. Yeah, but like, I'm not like I don't own any St. John's apparel. No, it's just, it's just a different thing, and it's so true. Like the Midwest, and I, you know, I obviously if. I'm, I haven't been to school in the South. Or like, I haven't really spent much time there. But it, I feel like it's just it's just a different thing in the Midwest and in the South. Like maybe that's because they don't have much better to do. <laughs> but I I have a friend who works at the same company we do, which is a, which is very secret, by the way, mm-hmm. the company we work for. And my friend went to Alabama for, Alabama for a year, and then transferred to Arkansas. So and then my friend's father went to Florida State. Mm-hmm. So my friend categorizes himself in the following order: he is a Florida State fan first, an Alabama fan third, Oof. and an Arkansas fan second. It's just like, dude, root for <laughs> Arkansas. You can't choose. Like that's more what I mean. Like if you went to Arkansas, at least pick one. You, you have to root for Arkansas. You can't root for FSU because your dad went to FSU. Yeah, I don't, you know what? 
it's tough though. I don't know because you grow up. You probably grew up a fan of that, and that's what you root for your whole life. But yeah, I, I think once you go to a college, and if that college is like a reputable, not even reputable, if it has a yes. sports team, especially in like a major conference like the SEC or Pac-12 or you know one of the power five, yeah. it's like you gotta root for that school. Yeah, and rooting for FSU isn't that much better than rooting for Arkansas, man. They, they, they both suck in everything. I mean, Arkansas is having a good run right now in March Madness. We'll, FSU we'll see made the Sweet sp- 16, too. Should we just give, like, live score updates on yeah, games that have, <laughs> <it's, yeah. laughs> that games that have already have happened by the time people listen to this? Sam, look, it wouldn't be an episode of Formula Dumb if I didn't at least get to talk about golf for a couple minutes. And I don't care about the WGC match play that's going on in Austin. It's fun. I hope Scotty Scheffler wins. It's still going on as we record this. Mm-hmm. There's two things I care about, and of course, our boy Sahith Thagala. Uh, we are the biggest fans of him. He currently is sitting in uh, tie for 47th and the Corn oh, Ferry, the, the the club car championship. Tough. I I know, but you know he shot four under today. He's a great guy, peaking at the right time. He, yeah, you know he's he's young. He's like younger than us, I think. So, um, yeah. And then th- this is another. I don't want to toot my own horn, which could be a segment, you know, in the future. Yeah, yeah. But there's a very nice gentleman by the name of Jarrett Swan, who I had the pleasure of playing golf with last week, uh, last Wednesday, or two Wednesdays ago. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. When I was in Charleston, South Carolina. Jarrett Swan, in his first professional start since me and him played together, won. He won on the Swing Thought Tour. He beat out. Uh, for, uh, U.S. Amateur runner-up John Augustine. He beat out uh, Akshay Batia. And if you're a golf fan, you'll know who those people are. They're pretty mm-hmm. big names. And Jared Swan, I mean, did he get the Mac Benson bump? That's my question to you from playing with me. I mean, you can't say he didn't get the Mac Benson bump because Thank you. Thank you. before playing with you, he didn't win. So Exactly. So I'm not – again, this is like – I'm not saying – that he won because he played with me. I'm just saying that you can't rule it out. You're not saying, but you're just saying, if you will. Exactly. So, yes. Congrats to Jarrett. He's actually a great guy and super excited for his next event. And I'm actually going to, I'll be playing with him this summer. So anyway, Sam, it seems here you have a little something planned here for the outro. Yeah. So we're, we're starting to get some of the, the analytics and demographics back in our podcast. You know, we're, we're, we're two episodes published. This is our third right here. Uh, and the, and the numbers have been really encouraging, but I just want to point out something. We're international, baby. We're global. We're in Ireland. We're in Canada. We're in Germany. We're in Switzerland. We're in Sweden and more to come, man. First step was uh, United States. Next step, the world. I'm excited. To really go. Yeah, as you said earlier, the ceiling is a roof, and let's do it. See you guys all next week. I'm overseas at about 100 G for show. Don't test me, boy. Because I rap with the best for show. 305 to the death of me. Cremate my body, let the ocean have what's left of me. But for now, forget about that. Blow the whistle. Baby, you the referee. Everywhere, everywhere. I've been to countries and cities. I-
can't pronounce in the places on the globe, I ain't no existing. In Romania, she pulled me to the side and told me, Pit, you can have me and my sister. In Lebanon, yeah, the women are bomb. And in Greece, you guessed it, the women are sweet. Been all around the world, but I ain't gonna lie, there's nothing like my name is heat. You got it Credit cards, if you know what I mean. Here in Cuba, la cosa está dura, but the women get down, if you know what I mean. Here in Colombia, the women got everything done, but they're some of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. In Brazil, they freaky with big old booties and they thongs, blue, yellow, and green. In LA, tengo la mexicana. In New York, tengo la boricua. Besito para todas las mujeres en Venezuela. Y en Miami, tengo Let's <laughs> go.